Shalom everybody, Moadim Simcha. We are continuing with this amazing, amazing discourse from Rav Nosen in the Kutei Alachot section Or Chaim, the laws of Birkat Hoda'a, giving the blessings of giving thanks. Discourse number six, which is elaborating and opening up to us the gigantic world behind this amazing lesson 24 and the concept of Simcha, in particular during the Mitzvot Besimcha. We're now holding in paragraph 15. At this point, Vnosim will begin developing uh, verses from Parashat Lech Lecha regarding Avram Avinu and the whole context, the concept of Avram Avinu as relating to the joy needed in life. Look what he says here. And all this is after all the introductory teachings on the power and the necessity of being joyous in life and doing the mitzvot besimcha as the key for everything the key for having breakthroughs and producing fruit look what he says this is now the concept of what it says in Bereshit chapter 12 verse 1 right this is the opening verse in Parashat Lech Lecha Vayomer Hashem El Avram Lech Lecha Me'artzecha Umimoladetecha Umibet Avicha V'chule Hashem said to Avram, not Avraham, Avram, this is before the hay was added to his name. Go, lech lecha, go for yourself, like Rashi explains, this will be for your own benefit. You're going to go for your benefit, bishulcha. Where should you go from? Me'artzecha. You're going from your land, which also corresponds to your physicality, and from your birthplace, where you were born, how you were brought up, from the house of your father, etc. In other words, you have to detach from all of this. Rav Nassim says like this, Avram, Avram corresponds to the Jewish soul. This is as is brought down in the Holy Zohar in these parashiyot dealing with Avram Avinu. You take a look, for example, in Parashat Vayera, page 120a. There, they open up verses about Avram, referring to every Jew, referring to the neshama of a person. So that, like the verses are meant to be like uh, worldwide, worldwide collective, uh, for, for general interpretation, not just on Avram Avinu, but the Zohar opens it up to referring to the soul. And all these verses, you know, that for example in Prashad Vayera, and the three angels appeared on Avram. So it's like a, the, the Zohar begins to explain it that when a, when a soul has a type of a revelation of, an, of, a, of a positive development, so then the way is that the neshama gets excited and wants to fix himself. The neshama of a tzaddik, for example. So this is just an example how the Zohar opens up the, the, the concept of Avram, Avinu, as the idea of, the, of a Jewish soul and what it goes through. It gives like as a general message, which just shows you how how powerful, how all-inclusive is the Torah. It's not just like a story, like a history book, chas v'shalom, God forbid, but it's opening us up to what the Torah is telling every Jew, the soul, the conduct and the guidelines of how to be. And this is hinted to Avram Avinu. So this is why Rav Nosson goes out to say that Avram, based on what the Zohar says, is the neshama, the Jewish neshama. V'chaser hey, it's lacking the letter hey. It's not Avraham, Avram, in this verse at least. And what is hey? Look at this. Hey, bechinat simcha. The concept of hey is the idea of simcha, 
um, this idea is has even been mentioned by passing in hint in the lesson itself, lesson 24, where the, the verse taught Elokav Belibo Lo Timad Ashurav regarding the Gemara's interpretation on Rabbi Akiva, the story of Rabbi Akiva, that Rabbi Akiva, he lost two little sons, and many, many, many Jews came to console him, and he wanted to say that he accepted it and received enough condolences, and the people can go back already after the burial. And he said, you consider, if you came to me because I'm just another Akiva, there's many, and who's wealthy, there's many Akivas who are wealthy in the Shuk, in the workplace, but you're coming to me because you hold about me Torah Elokav Belibo Lo Timad Ashurav. You hold about me that the the Torah of the God of the Lord is in his heart, and because that his legs will not slip, even though he lost two sons, two young boys, his remaining children and students, like the twenty four thousand, and then also Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, won't slip and they'll be existing. So just amazing how the the, the, the Arizal and also the Or Zarua, the, the Halachic uh, codifier Or Zarua, they bring down how to spell Akiva. Do you spell Akiva with a He at the end or with an Aleph? So there are two ways to spell Akiva. Uh, this is re required for, like, for example, God forbid if there's a Get. So the properly spell the name of the husband, right? So can you write it with a He at the end or has to be with an Aleph? So the Or Zarua and also Rav Chaim Vital writes this down that Rabbi Kiva's name <coughs> is hinted to in the last letters <coughs> of a verse Or Zarua Latzadik Ol Yishrei Simcha that light is sowed to a tzadik and to the straight of heart joy so the last letters right Zarua Or Zarua that's an ayin Latzadik Kuf Ol Yishrei Yud Lev, Bet, Simcha, Hey. Simcha has the letter Hey. So you can spell Akiva for Hey. But the point is, the Hey here is connected to the idea of Simcha. And that's, that, that's how we got Rabbi Kiva's uh, name. The Hey is in the last letter of the word Simcha. But look where Avnosin is opening this up, to the, what direction he is opening it here. Chaser Hey, Hey is Bechinat Simcha. Now, what does Avnosin bring that the concept of Hey? which is numerically equal to the number 5, corresponds to Simcha. This is as our sages teach. And the Gemara, Brachot, page 6b. The, the, the Gemara there talks about how a person who comes to the, uh, the meal celebrating a wedding he has an obligation to to bring joy to the chatan. He couldn't. He shouldn't just come to eat and then take off. He should eat, but also dance and bring joy, bring a smile to the face of the chatan, right? And it says there, right in the Gemara, regarding the joy in celebrating the mitzvah of 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 of, of bringing joy to the chatan and the kala, that a person now fulfills is blessed with five voices, five. Sounds, which are in the, in the verse from Yirmiyahu, Kol Sason VeKol Simcha VeChule. Rav Nosson says VeChule, Kol Ormim Hodut Hashem. This is from Yirmiyahu, chapter thirty-three, eleven, regarding that Hashem says in the future, the land of Israel and Jerusalem, which is laid as wasteland and desolate and empty after the destruction, will be resettled with joy, which will be the sign of fruit of productivity of a future. 
And it says there that in the verse that Hashem is telling Yirmiyahu the following prophecy: Od Yishama Bara Yuda, there will come another time again. It will be heard in the cities of Judah and outside of the outskirts of Jerusalem. The sound of Sasson of delight, the sound of joy, the sound of a Chatan, the sound of a Kala, the sound of those who are saying, Hodu et Hashem, give thanks to Hashem. So the verse lists five times the word kol, five types of sounds, five types of voices. And the Gemara says there that a person now who brings joy to the Chatan Kala activates these five types of sounds. And if he doesn't, he brings uh, like a, a damage in a sense. He, he, he now loses out on these five sounds. So we learn, it's, the Gemara learns it out from this verse of the number five and why the Simcha is associated with these five voices. The Simcha to the, the joy to, in, to bring joy to Achatan and Kala is listed as five voices. Each one is a type of joy. Kol Sason is a type of joy. Kol Simcha is a type of joy. Kol Achatan, Kol Kala, and then the voice of those who give thanks to Hashem, they're all different variants, different, type, different types of joy reflected in different types of sounds and voices which come to number five, totaling number five. Okay? So Renosan shows that Simcha is the number, is the letter Hey, which is five. That's what's missing in Avram in this verse. The Avram is the Neshama, but without joy. This is before the He was added to Avram, to make him Avraham. And Sarai, maybe it was made Sarah. That there was joy added into their life, and that joy gave them the productivity. But at the time, when he was still, the Neshama is still trapped in Haran, he has to leave. Hashem tells him, you want to come to the joy, become Avraham, you're going to have to leave from your physicality, from where you were born, from your, the house of your father, you have to detach from these past connections which are bringing you to sadness. This is what Rav Nosan is getting to. Okay, watch. This is why, like the, Rav Nosan is quoting the, the language of Rashi, the language of Chazal, of the sages. Avram, without a hey, does not give birth. But Avraham, with a hey does, that Rashi says clearly in Parshat Vayera. So in Parshat Lechacha. Wow. Because the main the, uh, giving birth of holiness comes from bringing the joy of the Chatan and the Kala. In other words, what I'm saying, the reason why it's such a big mitzvah to make happy Chatan and Kala. Because this initial joy is the secret of the, the couple's success in bringing forth children. Because the secret for children, in particular sons, is that there is joy between the husband and the wife. Right? That hey, that's what, right? That the way we want to have that hey. It's mainly in the woman, by the way. She's called Isha. She has a hey, the man has a yud, fine. But we want to bring her simcha. Look what he's going to say. This is from the Gemara. That, that the main giving birth in holiness comes from the joy of the Chatan and Kala. It's amazing. The Gemara says there to bring joy to the Chatan. Doesn't they bring joy to the Kala? The Gemara in Brachot Vav. Because once the man is happy, he can bring this joy to the wife. And if the man is not happy, then he can't bring joy to the wife and the woman is lacking joy because her joy, believe it or not, is dependent on the husband's joy. Unbelievable what he's saying here. Okay? The main giving birth of holiness comes from 
bringing joy to the Chatan and eventually the Kala. This is in line with what our, our sages say in the Gemara Baba Bacha, page Yud, page 10b. That list there, what, what should a person do to have sons? A person doesn't have son boys, what should he do? One rabbi says he should give all of his money to tzedakah, to charity. Another rabbi, Rabbi Yeshua, says, okay, Rabbi Yeshua says that someone who doesn't have sons, boys, what should he do? He should make his wife happy before having the relations. He should make her in a happy mood, and that happiness will trigger that she will be happy in the act. And like Rashi says, and then the Gemara says in Parashat Tazriya, that when a woman uh, ovulates first, she has she produces this this her egg first, so there's big chances for the child to be a boy, as opposed to the man who's mazriat The man, he's the one who ejaculates first and produces the seed first in the intercourse in the marriage. The chances of a girl are higher. The girl comes from the father, believe it or not, and the boy comes from the mother. It depends who was the initiated initiated the 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 producing of a seed. Was it the woman's egg? Or the husband's sperm, whatever came first, will, deper- will deter- determine the, the the gender of the child. Amazing. So that's what the Gemara says that if you bring joy to the wife, so she's joyous. So then there's more chance that she will be more pr- productive faster than the man, and there's bigger chances of having a boy in that case. Also, Rabbi Nachman develops this amazing idea, this concept in the Kutemuan Part Two. Lesson 81. But the point he wants to say is that Simcha is needed to produce. Avram, at the time, who was childless, he was living outside of Eretz Yisrael, he was lacking a hay, which Ravnosan is pointing out, he's lacking Simcha. And in our context, Ravnosan is saying that a neshama to lack production is because he's lacking joy. The, the ability to have a holadah de Kedushah, to have offspring, is through the idea of joy, the hey. The hey, like we said, the simcha, the five voices of joy, right? The verse from Yirmiyahu. This is the key for the joy. This is what's needed to produce. It's just amazing, by the way, that the rabbi from the Gemara, who said this in Baba Bacha, that someone who doesn't have sons should bring joy to his wife, he was specifically Rabbi Yoshua. And Yeshua, the name signifies the first Yeshua, who was from the tribe of Ephraim. And Ephraim is called Ephraim also from Pru, Pri, of being fruitful. So specifically Yeshua, who signifies, if you want to say, a representative in his name of Yeshua, comes from the tribe of Ephraim, or the student of Moshe Rabbeinu, his idea is to be fruitful and has to be joy. And even in Yeshua, <laughs> it's amazing, we can go on. His original name, okay, there was a Yud added. He has a Hey, Yehoshua. There's a Yud there like from the Yud of the Ish. But he's, he starts his name originally, we started with a Hey, Hoshea. He became Yehoshua. You have Yud K, right? He's called Yud K. The Hey that's in his name is the Hey, believe it or not, of Yud K Vav K. Okay? And being the idea Hey is the concept of joy. There's two Hey's in the Yud K Vav K. There's an upper joy, which is the first Hey. And there's a lower joy, which is the last thing. That's the idea of the five voices that are needed to bring... The, the five joys of Simcha that are needed to be productive. Production comes through the first hay and the last hay, believe it or not. The first hay of Bina, this is a bit of Kabbalah, and the last hay. 
But this is just all showing how everything is mending in amazingly, where Vnosan is saying. And the bottom line is, is that productivity, being fruitful, whether it's a physical child, but it's spiritual fruit, uh, productivity and fruition is due to having a hay. You need a hay. The hay is the simcha, the five types of, of, of simcha that are reflected in the verse, kosa son, kosimcha.